are about to embark upon a fascinating adventure into well-being, a journey which will leave you with a lifetime method for gaining unequaled health of body and mind and the sense of a new life. The host does not necessarily agree with opinions and beliefs expressed in the following text. Any and or all statements regarding truth, reality, God, etc. should be viewed as narrative contrived by the artist for entertainment purposes only. The host hereby disavows his own personal responsibility for any paranormal activity related to the listening of this episode. The listener listens at his own risk and will hopefully have a safe yet fun and expansive trip. The characters in this episode are very real and reside inside a space-time continuum known as the host's head. The host solemnly guarantees that you will love them in addition to assurance that the preceding statement was a lie. Oh, and by the way, you're in for some weird shit. It's officially the best season of the year, or the best time of the year. It's Spotify rap season. Um, some say it is the best season. I don't think it's a season. I just think it's a feature on the app. But um, maybe like Hallmark, it's going to become an official holiday in, let's say, 10 years, you know. Um, we'll see. Maybe they'll be like uh, on TV, it'll be like Spotify wrapped, you know, and it'll kind of do an amalgamation of what the most popular of uh, artists in the country or um, state or city or who knows. But... Does anybody really care? Because I don't. I really don't need to know you listen to Doja Cat for 8,760 hours. Just a non-stop of Say So by Doja Cat. Imagine that. But uh, I guess it's interesting to realize no one listens to the music that I do. Or I guess I could say you do. Because I'm sure that uh, happens with a lot of people. But, um, I hate to say it, that does not make you unique or special, it just makes you different, and not different in a good way or a bad way, it's just different. Do you really need to label something that trivial as good, bad, or that makes you unique or special or different? Because it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't. Um... I just recently started buying some uh, vintage sunglasses. Um, is that going to make me special or unique? No, it's actually something that I think looks dumb but cool at the same time. And uh, I can't wait to look like an idiot in public, but also a cool idiot. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a very interesting uh, time. I'm sure I'm going to get looked at. But uh, it's less about that and more about, um, I would say, novelty in the sense of that it's uncommon to see this. And I'm not looking to gain attention through these things. I'm just to uh, make... A shopping trip, let's say, a little more memorable or weird. Um, did you hear about the white black supremacist that got away with killing three white people in Wisconsin? Did you hear about that? 
That's right. A white black supremacist went to a BLM protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and he was cleaning graffiti when an angry woke white mob filled with degenerates attacked him and uh he killed him while chanting what i do believe they caught on audio white isn't right black needs to stay white isn't right black people need to stay and i don't know what that means by stay need to stay um to me, that kind of sounds like it, they, they might need to stay in poverty, but that that doesn't seem like what a, uh, a black supremacist would say. It, it just baffles me, a white black supremacist. He was chanting um, black power after he shot and killed those three people. Um, it's a, It was a weird time when you went to, or I guess I technically, I didn't want to go to any, but um, when you've seen protests throughout um, this past summer and the previous one when it was mostly white people at a BLM march. Not in my neighborhood. It was, it was full of everybody, but I'm in a pretty, pretty ethnic area. Now, it wasn't strictly said that um, he was a black or white black supremacist, but what had happened was he killed these people and then he started chanting BLM in a, a Fox News. And to me, that's because he was labeled like a um, white supremacist, in fact, which he didn't, I don't know why he didn't kill anybody black. Um, Now, Kyle Rittenhouse, that's what we're talking about now. He has to do something drastic, right? He has to he has to come out and support Black Lives Matter, right? It just makes sense, obviously, because what he did was wrong. Although I, I understand he was defending himself to a certain degree, but I think it was wrong for him to walk free. I mean, clearly the judge had some bias towards him. And it was great because they they as in conservative media had him as this white knight golden pony boy and what happened was after he got acquitted and uh he went on fox news and he was like yeah i was kind of used as a puppet for the conservative people and so and so i can't i can't think i guess i could pull up the article um but that's not what this is about. This is not about getting facts straight. I mean, this is just uh, uh, ramblings of, of uh, just ramblings, really. And he goes on to say, like, you raised like two million dollars for my bail, but that really wasn't for me. That was for them. And you're, you've been using me to try to divide and I support BLM. And that was a wrong thing to say because conservatives... The, well, the hardcore just don't. That's like saying, that's like saying, um, I don't know what. I guess, what do they hate? That's like saying Ronald Reagan was bad. 
Not that he was the devil, but he was bad. So he said, you know, he supports Black Lives Matter. Now, he definitely has to do that because what's going to happen is he's got to play both sides of the fence. I mean, he's a free man now, and he definitely is certain that some people are going to probably try to commit violence onto him and cause bodily harm. Um, on the left, maybe the right, who knows. If he keeps playing this side, definitely the right. Um, because people were not happy that he supports Black Lives Matter. Now, he could have doubled down and said Antifa and really made people lose their fucking mind. That would have been hilarious. Now, I think what Kyle needs to do is because, become one of the new untouchables. And by new untouchables, he needs to come out as trans, right? Now, that would be incredible. And then you would have to say, well, she killed people. <laughs> like uh, you have to say that Caitlyn Jenner won the Olympic gold medal for the men's track or whatever, whatever it was. <laughs> it's kind of baffling. But um, what I suggest is he do- comes out as trans. That way, though, he's untouchable to the left. And then definitely the conservatives will lose their goddamn mind because that's not something they want to be supporting. They'll support murder and death. I mean, they definitely do. And uh, clearly, especially, you know, if you look at um, military, you know, they seem to be more pro-military than the left. But let's get back to this trans thing. I think he needs to come out as trans and that would stop that should stop the left from coming after him or they would say that it's all bullshit and they would come double down and say it's bullshit and then the conservatives would be like yeah that's bullshit we, we know so he has to fully go with it now he can start out small he can either start out like painting his nails or getting some piercings but i think he needs to do this in order to bridge some sort of a gap um because if he came out and said he was gay that's not that's not it isn't the early 2000s you don't get a pass anymore trans is the only pass you get and uh maybe change his name to kylie rittenhouse because we all know kylie jenner is very popular so he could hitchhike off of that name. Now, I think it would be amazing and incredible is if he also came out as pro-vax and he just started shooting like the vaccine into the conservative mob. Like, how about this? He doesn't he doesn't do the do, do the trans shit. He actually becomes like a Johnny Appleseed of the, the vaccine, and uh, he like oh, fuck. He already said the BLM shit. Well, that only got probably like the hardcore really hardcore people off of him but this is what he (laughs) watch this shit watch this happen comes out as pro-vax and we all know double jeopardy you cannot be charged for the same crime twice and he comes out as pro-vax secret well he he does it in what would be considered a well fuck why am i talking like that he comes out as pro-vax and what happens is he doesn't do it until he has like a, a maybe an arena tour or uh, he has a, he has a gathering 
of just anti-vaxxers, conservatives, and then instead of a a, a t-shirt gun, he has like a, a, a gun. He has this famous whatever gun it was. He has that famous gun. But it's not actually that gun. It's actually a vaccine shooting gun. And he just starts open fire in the crowd. And now they're freaking out because, A, he can't be charged for the same kind twice. And, B, now they're starting to realize he's shooting the fucking Bill Gates Jew chip in him that's going to turn him into a woke person. (laughs) But I think that'd be great. I think if he could, there's so much he can do. There's so much he could have fun. What if he turns out to be like a CIA plot to get anti-vaxxers to get the shot by making their hero into a villain and then making like the liberal villain a hero, some weird sort of Robin Hood thing going on. That would be amazing. Could you imagine that? Fuck, he can have so much fun with this. Like, (laughs) he just comes out and he's like, Omnicron is real. And it's not a transformer. It'll transform you from the inside out, but it's not a robot. It's a disease. And we need to vanquish this disease. And then he just starts shooting people. Poof, poof, poof. It's like a shotgun. It's like a buckshot, but it's like little, little, like needles. Just injects them. (laughs) Or like they serve spiked drinks and it spiked with the fucking vaccine or something it's like we got an ivermectin bar but it's not really ivermectin and i don't really care about ivermectin it's for people too that's my it's my stance on it's for people too it's not just a horse thing it's for people too um but i think what he should do if he wants to somehow be uh, a bridge to Terabithia would be to somehow play both sides carefully. Carefully. Do something that, that people the left like, then go do something on the right. Like you said, BLM. That next thing you know, he's in like an NRA thing, you know. Play both sides of the fence. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this young man. This young American baby boy. Now, I want to talk about the implications of this stuff that happened. Um, We just had a school shooting in Michigan. Um, Where was it at? Michigan. Oxford High School. That's where it was. Now, school shootings are still prevalent. And on the rise, um, I understand that this school, sh- um, the Kyle Rittenhouse was not a school shooting nor a event. It wasn't planned. We'll say. I mean, he did show up with a gun. It's like you put yourself in a position where you're probably going to use a gun. It's a gray area, but whatever. Um, what are we going to see? Are we going to see? Because we all we just had a man go into a little Caesars with a gun after he was told he had to wait 
for a pizza because the hot and ready was not ready, but it was hot in the oven, but it wasn't ready. So he went back into his car and he got a gun. I think we're going to see an, a rise in stupid acts of flaunting guns more than ever. Um, it's just what's going to happen when there's no rules and no punishment for actions. Now, if only this could be transitioned from the public to the private and from the public to the private I mean from the people to the army the military industrial complex um, if only there could be some way that all the death and, and destruction of the innocent lives could have some repercussions on those people in charge. And there was a house that exploded right down the street from where my parents live, from where I grew up. A house exploded. Unfortunately, people were killed and injured. Now, I'm not saying this is a good thing that that those people died but there was an organization that started out in Ann Arbor Michigan called the Weather Underground their motto was bring the war home what they wanted to do was show the people what happens when you go to war what happens when the United States goes to war with a country so what they did was they started planting bombs and blowing them up. Now, this sounds like it would be a horrible thing. And yes, it is, but no, it's not, in my opinion. And I don't think a lot of people know about this let alone Michiganders I think that these scenarios of school shootings and just mass shootings in general are not a good thing but will give us on edge like the weather ground wanted to know uh, the the weather ground wanted people to kind of kn know I guess I just said that and um, because it's quite disgusting that they I mean with Obama we ran out of bombs we ran out of bombs man can you imagine that? Just the killing of innocents. And if the United States gets as chaotic as it would actually, we'd have to, somebody would have to be bombing us for it to get it. 
but if the if the United States can get somewhat chaotic, maybe then we can realize that what we're doing on our home shores, we're doing it 10 times, 100 times, however many times worse to other people, and that these people don't deserve it, especially because a vast majority of who we end up killing are civilians. And I mean, I don't think, I don't think fucking, (laughs) isn't it weird that you have to say, I don't think it, well, I guess you don't technically have to say, but isn't it weird that saying, I I don't think civilians and innocent people should be bombed and turned to human hamburger meat isn't something that's discussed a lot. Um, So, I think we don't need necessarily... Uh, a weather underground organization. I don't think that's something we really need, but we have to understand how people live in other countries. And a lot of them, you might think they are they they live every day to the fullest because literally at any moment they can die. And that's some weird, sweet, poetic thing that doesn't happen in America. We have been safe for so fucking long. People have become so weak that they will bitch because they can't get their goddamn baloney. That will be their biggest fucking gripe of the day. That they can't get their baloney. (laughs) and everybody has anxiety and everybody has depression but you're not really dealing with real shit you're not now I don't think I would be able to manage living in a country that's getting bombed 24-7 but I think I could handle it a little bit better than somebody that's fucking freaking out because they can't get their baloney or they're freaking out over some other bullshit trivial stuff that doesn't fucking matter. And one of the things that I like to do, and it, I think it has helped me deal with stress, is because I don't... I don't have to deal with a lot of stressful things. And that, I mean, hardship makes people stronger, right? I haven't really had to struggle that much. So I put my physical body in as much struggle as it can. So I take cold showers. I fast. <laughs> I even eat hot peppers, you know. that that That'll do it. <laughs> And I think if people could do that, that would um, solve a little bit of the all the um, 
disorders, I guess, everybody has. I mean, if you... Because it just baffles me how everybody is on edge constantly, but nobody is dealing with anything. I mean, shit. There's meth heads that are probably happier, and they don't got anything. Except for the copper wires they just stripped to go get their next hit of meth. Um, This took a, a weird turn. And, uh, and I've also been seeing with the house explosion a lot of scams pop up for whatever you know they're they're just saying Ho, you know Hogarth and it was it was weird it was funny um I guess I shouldn't say it's weird and funny but it's weird and funny when I heard it at work and as we were leaving the gate um people were standing out and talking about it and it's funny when a bunch of people couldn't pronounce the name it's hogarth h-o-g-a-r-t-h hogarth uh i heard hog hogarth hugh hogwarts (laughs) you know thinking there was harry potter um so i'm not for um i'm not for all this death and destruction but the principles of what the weather underground was about um anti-imperialism anti-racism and white privilege weather maintained that their stance differed from the rest of the movements at the time since they predicted their critiques on the notion that they were engaging in anti-imperialist anti-racist struggle whether put the international i don't know that word at the center of their political theory whether warned that other political theories including those addressing class interests or youth interests were bound to lead into racial or chauvinistic directions i can see that whether denounced other political theories of time as objective racistly objectively racist if they did not side with international pro- proletariat, such political theories they argue needed to be smashed. Members of the weather further contended that efforts at organizing whites against their own perceived oppressions were attempts by whites to carve out even more privilege than they already derived from the imperial nexus. Weather's political theory sought to make every struggle an anti-imperialistic anti-racist struggle out of the premises that their interrogation of critical concepts that would be later known as white privilege. As historian Dan Berger writes, whether raised a question, what does it mean to be a white person opposing racism and imperialism? At one point, the weathermen adopted that all white babies were tainted with the original sin of skin privilege, declaring all white babies are pigs. (laughs) Yeah, this that's pretty funny with one weather woman telling feminist poet robin morgan you have no right to be that pig male baby <laughs> i don't i mean this is wikipedia so this might not be true but it's funny after she saw morgan breastfeeding her son and told morgan to put the baby in the garbage holy shit <laughs> that's hilarious charles manson 
was an obsessive was an obsession with the group. Oh God! And Bernadette claimed he truly understand the in, in, whatever in inquity. Uh, that's that, that's not how you pronounce that word <laughs> of white America with the Manson feeling being praised for the murder of Sharon Tate. What the fuck? Okay, I guess I didn't look into him that deep. Jesus Christ. And skin deep, you go down, and they're, they're definitely a little crazy. <laughs> Dorm cells subsequently made a salute to the four-finger gesture representing a fork. Jesus Christ. Well, I didn't know they, were, they went that crazy. Um... <laughs> So, yeah. The main struggle going into the world today is between U.S. imperialism and the national liberation struggle against it. Um, the goal, in the Weatherman theory, oppressed people are the creators of the wealth empire. In that, and it is to them that it belongs. The goal of revolutionary struggle must be control and the use of this wealth and interest of oppressed people of the world. The goal is destruction of U.S. imperialism and achievement of a classless world, world communism. Okay. Okay. So I like step A. Or I don't know. Whatever step you could say would be. Um, on Whatever step is um, showing the nation what we do to other people and fucking. But not hurting them. Um. So, yeah, the weathermen were outspoken of the concept known as white, white privilege as civil disorder in poor neighborhoods intensified in the 1970s. Bernadette Dorr said white youth must choose a side now. They must either fight the oppressed or be the oppressor. So, yeah, it's just like every movement, there's some crazy shit and then there's some shit that, you know, is cool. Um. Uh, yeah, so, interesting, interesting. Uh, well, I don't think this went the direction I wanted it to go. I did record um, and delete one on Tuesday. So, this is uh, quite different, and I thought it would be better, but it's not. It's just different. So, I hope you enjoyed uh, this direction that it went, and uh, maybe next time I will uh, write down what I wanted to talk about, instead of just um, going with the flow, because I normally write down, um, like, just things that I want to talk about and this time it was just kind of like what was it that I talked about last time that I then I did that I deleted <laughs> yeah so I still have the file for it and uh here it is um it's gonna talk about a little bit of the same Rittenhouse stuff but um it's going to be different and I just I figured I already had it recorded it's still saved um, 
instead of uploading them it again and having two uploads that are pretty fucking similar just tax it on the end and if anybody wants to listen to it it's similar and different it does go into um the Dave Chappelle um high school fiasco thing where he went and talked to students and people were upset obviously because Dave Chappelle and then it also went into a little bit of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. So here is the previously recorded, uploaded bit. And uh, enjoy. Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. It's been a while. I was trying to have a guest. Um, and the guest would be my sister's boyfriend who's staying with us, but, uh, once again, it's kind of hard when you're on different schedules, even when you're not working. I had three days off and it was a, a tremendous time, a tremendous time. I'm so used to having one day off. It felt like a mini vacation. In fact, I honestly started to rationalize, oh, I have all this free time. Maybe I should get a third job. And then I was like, oh wait, no. I just have this extra time off, and uh, pretty soon I'll be back to the grind. Um, so that was that was weird and puzzling because I'm constantly working, constantly going, constantly driving. That the thought of resting was just puzzling and alienating. Now, um, so yeah, we uh, went to a Asian market in Detroit. It's toted as, I do believe, the largest in uh, Michigan, or the largest in, uh, the, the largest in the mid, in the Midwest. Uh, 168 Asian market is in, um, Madison Heights. We'll just say Detroit area. And, it was funny. Um, before we left, we discussed how when we went to the movies pop-up, um, I gave money to a homeless person. And I said, well, thankfully, you know, we're not going to have to be walking anywhere. So, because it has a parking lot. I'm not talking about, like, parking on the street and having to walk a block or two or whatnot. Um, I said, so we shouldn't run into that problem. Little did I know, as soon as we walked out, we were going to be harassed. And once again, they gave us a spiel. It was like um, I got rear-ended and my brake lines went out. And I tried to buy duct tape and patch them up or some bullshit. And we literally, literally just got out of the car. And I did give them money. But predominantly because... You know, I wouldn't say he would do something to my car, but you never know. So I did give him money and uh, $10 because it was I only had it 5 or 10 And uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm too nice of a guy. But then he tried to get more. And I guess I need to ask if he, if he, um, Christian ever got um, cash apped the money back because... 
It was one of those things, you know. Oh, you know, give me X and I'll give you Y. You got Cash App? Give me Cash App. Let me get you Cash App, and then then I'll get you. I'll, I'll get you when I when I get back to work. And uh, yeah, I doubt that happened. So we were discussing on the car car ride back after we uh, left that. Uh, from now on, when anything that like that happens, we're just gonna be like, "I'm gonna pray for you. Let me pray for you," and then we're gonna pray for him right then and there. Um, yeah. Or, I said I should have been like, "Here's ten dollars. Go overdose." <laughs> Could do that. Or, start speaking in tongues. Like, let me pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. And then, like, all of us, like, lock hands around them in a circle. Um, I'm not saying, like, this dude was a scumbag. I'm not, like, the guy at movies, he was, like, missing, like, all his fingers on one hand. It was, like, down to the first nub. It wasn't, like, those small hands, those people that have that weird, disgusting disease where it's, like, uh, half a hand or three-fourths a hand. Um, but it's a full hand, but it's just, you know, smaller. And I got small hands, but I can't imagine life like that. Um, certainly would be a weird, disgusting time. I have a hard enough time trying to open things. I can't imagine having a smaller grasp. It must be very difficult. Where are the marches for those people? Where are the marches for... Um, um, I, I was going to say midgets, but that's not right. Where are the mar marches for little people, right? Oh, wait, they probably happen. We just see over them. Ba-boom, boom, ch. Um, terrible joke, terrible joke. But this place was very interesting, the, the 168 Asian market. It was very interesting. Um, it was like going into the heart of COVID. Luckily, everybody had masks on. It was nice. And, uh, was that a little, a little joke? Yes. Going in the heart of COVID. We all know COVID came from China. Uh, these people could be Chinese, Japanese, uh, Mongolian, Korean, Vietnamese, um, Taiwan, um, I don't know. Those are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. But there was a whole plethora they had the the whole probably the whole Asian rainbow was probably there, and I do mean that as in like all nationalities and and probably some gay people too. Don't discriminate. They don't discriminate, and uh, it was wild because they had it was it was it was a pretty it was definitely big. It was a big store. It wasn't as big as like a regular grocery store. Um, I would say it was like maybe. It was about the size of a grocery store if they only sold groceries, if that makes sense, right? Not, you know, um, TVs and fucking bikes and pain and all that other shit. Um, so take, like, a, I guess a regular grocery store and just cut it in half or a third. Now, now you're talking the size. It was interesting. They had a little, um, not really a deli, but they had a barbecue place there right next to the barbecue place was the butcher shop and for like four dollars more a pound you could get whatever meat there 
cooked there for like $4 more a pound. Very interesting. They had really good prices, and I mean really good prices. I don't know where the meat is coming from, but really good prices. They also had seafood there, and this was wild. I've never seen anything like it. I don't know if it breaks rules or if and if it's because they break rules, they get away with it because they're Asian and it's kind of like a, like a, I wouldn't say tourist thing, but uh, they kind of give them a soft pass. Because um, they just, oh, you know, it's kind of a, kind of unique ethic, ethnic, I almost said ethic thing. Um, their seafood, they had just the fish on ice. Not too weird, right? But then they also had um, just like live fish all over the place. Like, um, how, how, how can I, like the table, um, underneath was just a giant aquarium with a bunch of different fish. So you can like point it and then they'd have to wrangle for it. And, uh, behind them was all sorts of other, there was like lobsters and crabs and I didn't get too close to it cause it was pretty chaotic. I mean, have you seen one of those Asian market places on uh on youtube there's a lot of pointing and yelling and i did not want to get it mixed into it um i do have to say um it was about as rude as a normal um grocery store in the fact that like yes you might get hit with a cart people aren't paying the fuck attention it's just normal if you've ever been in a grocery store and it's busy, you know, fucking people are looking one way while sh- shoving the cart the other. And you almost get hit. And, uh, if anyone is, uh, in the area, it's definitely interesting. They have a lot of exotic fruit. We bought so much fruit. And, uh, while we were there, I said, why are we buying all this fruit? Do you know, remember Lord of the Flies, the kids that just ate only fruit and then they died because they shit themselves to death we still got the fruit and it's been like two weeks <laughs> we're not getting rid of that fruit and uh yeah so that was that and uh now i know what i'm gonna do when uh, a beggar that is not deserving and i guess that's casting a little too much judgment saying not deserving um because I definitely got got in that micro in that transaction, um, but I look at it as uh, giving money to somebody who maybe doesn't deserve it, but is doing it. I don't I don't know the rules of karma, right? Rules of karma pretty state that. Uh, if you're doing it for selfish reasons and it's bad karma, I mean karma and karma's bad in general. You're trying not to get karma. That's the thing that people don't understand about karma is you don't want it. Um, you don't want good karma. You don't want bad karma. You don't want karma at all. Um. So yeah, that's my little speak on karma. I don't know if you've guys heard about this, but uh. There was a shooting like last year where a white black supremacist shot and killed three white people while shan- chanting, I said shanting, chanting 
Black Lives Matter BLM. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about the, once again, white, black supremacist that was in, uh, I do believe, Wisconsin, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and he shot and killed, I do believe, um, people with priors. I think one was uh, 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 an alleged or a convicted uh, sexual, uh, what is it, offender? Um, I, I'm not, I haven't really caught up on this, uh, this news. I think his name is like Kyle Rittenhouse, I think it, it, it's weird. So he was like, they're, um, trying to clean spray paint off of, uh, of something. And then he got attacked and, uh, by, by a mob of white people. And, and it was weird because it was actually, a a George Floyd protest. Huh? I wonder if if it was Antifa or who. Maybe it was a CIA and he shot and killed CIA. Maybe he is CIA. Who knows? But I'm 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 all bullshit aside. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse recently came out and said I support Black Lives Matter, right? On Fox News. And that sent quite um a tizzy in Hardcore, like, Rittenhouse supporters in the sense that, um, the same people that, it's a, it, they'd had, like, it would be like people that would have Trump getting fucked by Jesus and then having a virgin birth and that baby is Kyle Rittenhouse. Those type of people. Um, it would be Kyle Rittenhouse freeing Jesus off the cross before he dies by shooting people with his AK-47. He kneels in front of God, prays to him, and then removes the the nails, right? That's what it was? That's the type of people we're, we're talking about. The people that would have um, an eagle picking up a velociraptor with a chainsaw arms and dropping it into a sea of um, a sea of multicolored hair people. Um, I don't think you can gender them. Non-binaries, we'll say, or uh, gender neutrals. Um, but yeah, so he came out and supported Black Lives Matter. He said, I support Black Lives Matter. And then he also talked about how um, the money, the $2 million or whatever that was, um, not donated, um, raised for him for, uh, I can't think of the terminology, but you know what I'm talking about, if you followed it ever so slightly, um, was not for him, what was for the people that raised it, and he's pra- practically been used, and I have to agree to a certain degree that he definitely was been was being used he was a minor i mean 17 although you can rationalize and say 18 and maybe he should have been trialed as an adult maybe he was i don't know i didn't follow it that well i've got other shit in my life i got other shit i care more about um i'm not gonna let this news uh divide me like they want it to i mean i think it was really weird that um the Ghislaine maxwell trial just started um it actually starts today as i'm recording this of may 
2021 of November 29. That that was all fucked up, the date. I think a lot of it had to do with um, wanting to have some sort of riots and shit to go on. I don't know if they're going on. I don't really watch news. I mean, hell, it could be kind of like Portland where it was more like a block that they continued burning and they made it seem like the whole city was on fire. And they could be doing that and nobody could be actually burning anything. It could just be the government um, making fake homes and burning them. That's possible. So the trial did start and we'll see what happens. I mean... They definitely don't want um, cameras in there. They don't want people to know because it's supposedly too disgusting and uh, for regular people to know. And I say, well, I've watched Your Mom's House live multiple times, so uh, let me be the judge of how disgusting it is. I mean, I, I assume they're not going to be showing videos of uh, rich celebrities and um, socialites and princes and kings fuck children, but... Um, what do I know? Um, let's see. They say it's between um, the prosecutors for the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York allege that from around 94 to 2004, Ghislaine assisted, facilitated, and contributed to Jeffrey Epstein's abuse of minor girls by, among other things, helping Epstein to recruit, groom, and ultimately abuse their victims. I mean... So they couldn't get the king, but um, hopefully they can get the queen of child fucking. Prosecutors will draw on Maxwell's own records, her black book, as a record of friends and contacts. The FBI acquired a copy of the book in 2019 when Epstein's former butler, Alfred, Alfred Rodriguez, attempted to sell it. <laughs> uh, the prosecutor prosecution has only said it has plans to use limited portions of the book but yeah, they're like, well, we can't say it's uh, um, our leaders, but we can say it's their leaders. <laughs> um, which actually, I think, um, Ghislaine is still working, and in fact, Dave Chappelle is uh, the latest victim or the latest monster because he recently went to his old high school. They gave him a stage, according to a parent, right? Dave Chappelle went to his uh, high school, his old high school. <coughs> because he constantly donates money. And, uh... <clears throat> so he went to his old high school to have a talk. And uh, one of the parents said that voice concern about not being there, being a moderator, mediator, between Chappelle and the students at the event. They gave him a stage. They let his camera crews in. They took our kids, their phones away, and it was going down the way Dave Chappelle wanted it to go down. That sounds exactly like what happened with Jeffrey Epstein. They took the kids, the, the, the people went on a stage, they filmed it. They took kids away. They took their phones away. And it's going down the way they wanted. Is there a Maxwell? Chappelle? 
relationship. Who knows? But the interesting thing is that if I was in high school and Dave Chappelle went to my high school, we would lose our fucking mind because we're not like this. Well, I went to a predominantly um, black high school. I don't know what uh, Duke Ellington School of Arts. I don't know what uh, what um, <clears throat> there. Uh, student and facility, maybe? Let's see. Um, does it say it? It doesn't say the percentage of white to black, which I guess is a good thing. Um, hmm, okay. Interesting. I thought they would say. I really thought it would say. Um, but I assume um, the people that were pro-Chappelle were black in the sense that I think most black people like Dave Chappelle and understand what he's saying. And uh, I think most of the people that were outraged were probably white people that um, don't have a struggle and are creating their own by uh, playing victims. I mean, yes, white people do go through shit, but, I mean, historically and systemically, we deal with less shit than minorities, and I think that's why uh, minorities don't uh, do the crazy shit that white people do, as in, like, they're fucking tigers, and, uh, um, I mean, like, they're they're being wolves, I've seen that on TikTok, um, yeah. Uh, let's see, one of the kids was explaining that in the closure, he misgendered someone multiple times, and as he was going to explain the effects, that effect, he interrupted her and said, what is even misgendering, making some sort of joke about it. Once again, I think the idea of clinging on to your gender so strongly is just a silly thing. And I don't mean that as in like gender fluidity or, or uh, whatnot, non-binary, whatever you want to call it. I just think it's um just stupid. I mean, you're more than just that. I mean, if you're just like, why don't you just have all your shirts, hats, pants, just say I'm a boy or I'm a girl? That'd be so fucking stupid. But yet here we are, where uh, your pronouns matter more than uh whatnot. I don't know. Um, Some parents said that they were not told in advance that Chappelle and film crew were planning to be at the school. And uh, I guess they weren't happy about that. But the material is filmed for his own archival purpose. Sims and Overton said that during the conversation, students had to articulate their ideas. They felt comfortable enough in a space to take the mic and question or make a comment. Um, Chappelle arrived. She went to... A lack of transparency and engagement with parents, students, and large community around Chappelle then is unconscionable and dangerous. Chappelle provided Thanksgiving meals for students and staff for the Tuesday event. In addition to giving three tickets for students and their guardians and two tickets to staff to their Tuesday screening of Untitled. In his Instagram post, Chappelle said having a theater named after him was an honor. 
though it was not his idea or desired he encouraged people to donate to the school whether they think the theater should be named after him if by april those against Chappelle theater exceed their donations of those who are neutral or in favor i will gladly step aside if i if not i will happily name <laughs> that's awesome he's like bitches if you don't want it named after you gotta give <laughs> that's funny so i think all this is just um happening to help cover over the Ghislaine maxwell crimes and uh i think the one thing that's going to happen is and i hope it does because Kyle Rittenhouse has to play both sides of the fence because the conservatives love him and the liberals hate him, right? And by saying he supported BLM and coming out and um, he's playing both sides, he's, you know, getting a little support from the left, losing a little support on the right. And, uh, and by that, it's more like he's losing the fanatical right and gaining some of the, like, whatever whatever i don't know how to describe them but like i guess maybe more centrists um now i think the best move would be and we learned this from dave Chappelle's stand-up that's why i wanted to say a little bit of the Chappelle stuff is that the new untouchables are trans so kyle rittenhouse needs to come out as transgender then, only then, will the liberal media stop. But then, well, hmm, maybe that might not be the best thing. Because right now, he, I wonder how, if that would affect double the double jeopardy. Where, so now he cannot be charged with uh, committing murder and whatnot again. Or whatever he got charged with. I wonder if he comes out as transgender and was like, that was Kyle. I'm Kylie. Um, I wonder if that would affect if he could then get charged for double jeopardy. Hmm. I don't know the law, but I would think it's still the person. It's the same person, regardless of the name in gender identity it's still the same person it's still the same body um in the sense that i mean you're not literally like taking your brain out and transporting it into a different body or your soul or essence or whatever weird shit you want to get into um i think if he came out as transgender it would be a way to uh help kind of heal the nation the he would be untouchable to the liberals and the hardcore right. Their minds might explode. You might have some people, um, maybe, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I think if he did, it would be, uh, a very interesting thing. And, uh, I hope he does it. If he did, he would be, uh, transgender, white black supremacist that that shot and killed white people in a black lives matter movement and the funny thing is well i googled it and wisconsin is only um 6.7 percent um has a population that's uh african-american or black or whatever you want to say so what are the odds that he ran so what is that one eight 
eight out of every 100 people are are black. So he definitely had some experience with black. And he seems like the type of guy that uh, um, might get along with black people, right? Doesn't he seem like he would be uh, kind of a little lovable, a little uh, friend? You know, like he might go out of his way to make a black friend? No, no. It'd be one thing if he was like, yeah, I support Black Lives Matter. I got my friend Jamal. I've been friends with Jamal since uh, 11th grade. I don't know. Since 10th grade. Um, since I was Jamal's first friend when he came to um, Christopher Columbus White High School of there's only two black people now. I was his first friend. Uh, and I was also friends with Demetrius. So... Me, Jamal, and Demetrius, we um were the we were the triple threat triad. And I don't know how that's not how he talks, but um it, it would be funny if like the more we found out about him, the the like the more liberal he was, like like in his room, I assume people think there's like the American flag. I mean I don't I don't know, the American flag, the libertarian flag, there's Trump and Jesus walking hand in hand, but like you go in there and it's like um, he's got posters of like, I don't know, like Eric Badu or something like, like, like an artist that some white people know, but not really, you know what I mean? If, if that makes sense. Like you go into his room and he's got like MLK and Martin Luther, uh, Jesus Christ. I was, uh, he's got like Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X on his walls and shit like that would be hilarious if the more we found out about him like the um patron mm, the portrait that was painted by both media um as like this conservative good old american boy and this like piece of shit like nazi boy if that was all uh bullshit and fabricated that would be hilarious to me if that turned out to be true. Now, once again, I think it would be smart. It would be very smart for him to come out as trans. I think that that would be the next step. If the BLM stuff does not does not do what he thinks it's going to do, which is kind of like give him some slack on the left because really that's who he's feared, fearful for, right? And fucking might get bricked, might get cemented, whatever it's called, milkshake. Now, he needs to come out as trans because nobody wants to milkshake a trans person, I'll tell you that. <clears throat> nobody on the left is going to throw a slushy of cement at him. Um, he's, maybe he should start out and uh, paint his nails, you know what I mean? Like, slowly get into it. Or he could come out as gay, but I think, like, gay was kind of like early 2000s, untouchables. Now you, now you gotta be trans. Now you gotta, now you gotta be a wolf. Now you, now you have to be a, a transgendered wolf. If you're a guy, you gotta be a transgendered wolf girl. Um, but also non-binary and change your hair color minimum once a month that's what that's what kyle has to do to uh probably not get milkshake to probably gain some of support from the left because 
what what is there to do? That that'd be the power play if 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 I if I was uh, doing it, you know. Because like, what do we say about Caitlyn Jenner? Like, don't we say that? Don't we have to go back in time and say that was a woman that that won it? So now we got to say that was, or or in that sense, he was a man. Hmm. See, I really don't know. I really don't know how this would turn out. Hmm. I guess I'll have to sit on it and uh, leave you with this to puzzle too. What does Kyle Rittenhouse have to do to get on the left side of things? What is the correct actions and steps? Because maybe going trans might be overboard to some. But I think that would be the best way to become untouchable. Um, because nobody likes a hate crime. Although, I guess not really, because we there have been a lot of uh, hate crimes <laughs> recently. So, um, I guess people do love a good hate crime in the news. Um, so, yeah, what does he have to do to make things safe for him?